Hey everyone, this is Achuta Bhava from Nightlight Astrology. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Today we are going to take a look at the sun's upcoming square to Neptune, which is now in the three degree engagement range as of today, Monday, uh, and is going to be coming through as the week progresses and then trailing off into the weekend. So it's about a full week of Sun Square Neptune energy that we should be uh, familiarizing ourselves with. So today we're going to do a top 10 things to watch for. Um, before we do that, I want to say I'm so happy to um, uh, have spent time with everybody who joined the new classes over the weekend. We had a great, uh, you know, um, great uh, attendance and a good start to a new section of students. You're not too late to sign up. If you want to learn more about the programs that just started, visit my website, nightlightastrology.com. You can go to the courses tab. Uh, the first year program started yesterday on Sunday. Horary started yesterday on Sunday. Year two started on Saturday, all of which you can still sign up for. Um, and uh, yeah, if you have any questions about the programs that just started, not too late. You can email us info at nightlightastrology.com. It was great to meet a bunch of you and uh, start this um, start this new program. In the meantime, don't forget to like and subscribe, share your comments, click on the notification bell for updates. Transcripts of my daily talks can always be found on my website, nightlightastrology.com. Let's take a look at the real-time clock today, and uh, we're going to pull it up in order to get a read on this uh, transit from the sun to Neptune. So here we go. And the first thing that I want you to notice is, uh, by the way, by the way, you have Mercury also entering Gemini and picking up some dignity this week. We may end up spending a little bit of time talking about that, especially since Mercury is going to go back through the degrees of its uh, that it went retrograde in earlier and also back into a sextile with Jupiter. That should be um, a pretty dynamic transit. Anyway, here you can see that the Sun and Neptune are together and forming an aspect with each other. The Sun to Neptune. This is exact on Thursday, June 16th. The three degree engagement range begins today, Monday, and stretches out until Thursday when it perfects. And then you get about three days afterwards. So it'll be trailing off until Sunday. So you could broadly say that this is about a full week of the sun's square to Neptune. Um, as a result of that, we want to get a real feel for what sun-Neptune transits are likely to produce. Uh, it's interesting that the sun is also trining Saturn in the mix. Um, I believe that the sometimes there's a potential to get sort of overloaded mentally or emotionally with Neptune transits and to lose the ability to see the difference between what's real and what's not. This is a, a sun that's in an air sign with a trine to Saturn in an air sign. So to me, I, I don't think that we're at the same risk of going totally into, you know, Kool-Aid land. I, I, I feel like, you know, we're the Saturn and, and the, the airiness of the sun right now and the trying to Saturn should be able to keep us sort of grounded, discerning, capable of thinking through things if we encounter that Neptunian haze that can be a part of a sun square to Neptune. That's not all there is to the sun square Neptune, though. We're going to try to, you know, vindicate uh, sun and Neptune from that unfortunate stereotype. Oh, you're just going to get lost, you know? So sun square Neptune Thursday, June 16th. That is the transit date to consider. You got a few days to be noticing this energy intensifying. And there's 10 things that we are going to watch for 10 
archetypal themes that emerge through the combining or blending of the sun with Neptune. First of all, this is an opening square. We had the conjunction to Neptune when the sun was back in Pisces. So now we're hitting an opening square. An opening square from the sun to Neptune can act as a kind of challenge to an original seeding idea, image, aspiration, hope, wish, longing, fantasy uh, that we're now experiencing. So you think of the sun's conjunction to Neptune a few months ago, late. This would have been um, when the sun is in late Pisces. So you're talking about mid-March to, to into late March uh, toward the turn into the spring equinox, like roughly March 21st, is it 20th, something like that. So right around that time, the sun would have gone through a little earlier in March would have gone through a conjunction to Neptune. That's like a seeding image, idea, aspiration, hope, desire, wish that's pouring through. We talked about it a few months ago. Now we have the opening square, which means that you could see some need for modifying that image or aspiration or hope. Uh, or even, you know, if, and if that's too hard to track, you can just think about it as challenges or important moments of reflection or contemplation or modification or revision of previously held images, ideals, hopes, wishes, fantasies, longings, etc. So that might be one way of looking at it. Um, you could also think about uh, the sun and Neptune in terms of cognitive or intellectual distortion. Um, it is true that the sun in a Mercury-ruled sign squaring Neptune could create an inability to think clearly or rationally, or maybe with a trine to Saturn, also the tendency to be deluded by your own rational conclusions, to get overly rational and then drink the Kool-Aid of your hyper-rationality. Either way, I would be careful of the potential for your ideas or thoughts to become cloudy, distorted, amplified, exaggerated somehow. Um, so that's something to watch for. Number three, uh, sometimes I have found in spiritual circles, not excluding some of the ones that I belong to, that there is an anti-intellectualism as though, you know, the mind and the heart are different and uh, the, the mind is the enemy of the heart. And if the mind gets in the way, then it's, you know, then it's bad and so on and so forth. And it, you know, can get really old and sort of tiresome. And it, and it can be a way for people who don't like to read or think or who sometimes being completely honest, maybe aren't even that smart to try to degrade or demean people who are. So you have to be careful with the sun square Neptune when the sun is in a Mercury ruled air sign for people to say, get out of your head. And it's like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> you know, like maybe I should be thinking through this. Um, you know, if you're at a, uh, place and a salesperson is trying to sell you something and you're thinking about it and they go, just get out of your head and just, you know, do what your heart tells you. They might be actually telling you to leave reason behind, leave your budget behind and just make an impulse purchase. Um, so you have to be careful a little bit about almost like an anti-intellectual, anti-rational current. Just listen to your emotions, follow what they tell you to do, you know, like, like that. Sometimes that, that could be helpful like that. Maybe that's just the medicine you need under a Sun-Neptune transit, or maybe there's some kind of anti-intellectual, anti-rational attempt to indoctrinate you or suede or, you know, persuade you um, into doing something that, uh, you know, requires that you check your better senses and rationality at the door. So you got to be really mindful about uh, the potential for an anti-intellectualism or anti-rationality to creep in. Uh, but, you know, it could go the other way too, I'm just to be fair. Deception or illusion. 
sun in a mercury world sign again square to neptune could result in trying to hide things uh maybe you have to hide maybe there's some things or thoughts or ideas that aren't safe around other people so you have to you know when in rome it for a day or two uh but you could also border on tricking trickery deception illusion hiding things secrecy uh you know sort of malignant forms of gossip so you want to be careful about that uh but deception or illusion definitely a possibility definitely a possibility a real possibility I guess that's a better way of putting it. Uh, anyway, let's go to five. A stream of universal light. Sun-Neptune is like the, you know, you wake up early in the morning, you sit down, you decide you're going to meditate, or maybe you're just going to sit on your porch and watch the birds. And all of a sudden, you feel like, you know, you're you're becoming one with with all that is. It could last for 30 seconds, you know. But Sun-Neptune is that glorious feeling of the sunshine extending on and on to infinity. It's the stream, streamed light of universal love and compassion. It's joy radiating across the surface of the infinite ocean. So you have that potential for like really big, beautiful, mystical transmissions or experiences of oneness or universal compassion. And it's like, it's like, a golden ocean of divine love. So Sun Neptune. Number six, leaders, men, fathers, CEOs, the, the solar figures dissolving or dying, passing over, uh, passing on the mantle of authority or responsibility. I'm retiring or I'm giving you the business or um, or I've developed a degenerative disease. I know that sounds terrible, but Sun Neptune can represent the kind of the dissolution, the fading, the transitioning. It's like a sea change potentially around our ambitions or our ideals or our aspirations, but also could represent the literal sea change when it comes to leaders or sometimes like men or fathers, solar figures again, or like people who have some kind of important status or position. I would not be surprised if certain kinds of deals or propositions or um, proposals changed somehow or possibly dissolved as well. The sun, Neptune in, in with sun and Mercury also, Mercury sign also rep representing something like the dissolution of a proposed thought or idea or agreement or contract. Number seven, heroism, martyrdom, sacrifice, maybe for the sake of a higher or noble ideal, maybe for the sake of one's ego. So that theme of like, I'm going to live forever through doing something noble or heroic. I'm going to make a sacrifice and give my life. I'm, you know, the glamour of the hero, mythologically, uh, archetypally, attraction to, you know, romantic, heroic archetypes. That is uh, definitely a Sun-Neptune kind of uh, experience to be captured by the hero. Maybe it's something as cheesy as Die Hard and, you know, Bruce Willis. Uh, maybe it's something as noble as, uh, you know, Nelson Mandela, you know, wh whatever you see as like the ideal of a self-sacrificing uh, hero, you know, who's giving themselves for some higher cause or purpose or whatever. It can also be glamour and just being entrapped or enamored by the idea of fame. That's another possibility. Number eight would be divine discontent. 
Um, so uh, here, I think the potential with the sun representing ideals, aspirations, ambitions, kind of like an ideal image toward which we are aimed or something that we pursue. You see the sun Neptune and you think of the disappointment, the failure, the inability to reach that divine ideal and the, the kind of sense or the sense of longing for something that you can't have. That's sun Neptune. It can also be about some kind of creative transmission uh, seeing through the veil. So getting in touch with another world, omens and dreams, signs in nature, astrology, anything that constitutes uh, oracular, the sun and Apollo uh, associated both with oracles, because when the oracle says something, it illuminates like the sun. So the sun associated with truth and wisdom and moments of like, you know, almost like samadhi or something like a moment of like divine uh, illumination. So seeing through the veil, having a mystical insight, uh, a moment of, uh, you know, psychic receptivity, uh, you know, stuff like that, but also being inspired by something sort of intangible and the idea of like a creative transmission or outpouring a fugue state. Number 10 would be intolerance toward difference or diversity. This is the weird one. As soon as I was a part, starting to get a, in, involved in, I guess you could say, like new age culture in general for things, people that I wrote for, you know, publications that I wrote for, scenes that I started hanging out in and so forth, I realized that this whole thing, this whole trip about oneness, you know, and I always, I always joke around that, it, you know, I would always notice it with people who felt like they were like invasive eye gazers. They would be like, come on, let's like, let's meld. And I'd always be like, I'm a Taurus rising in a Capricorn moon. You are dumb to me. <laughs> like, and that's my own ignorance, right? But <laughs> I'd always be like, go away. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to meld with you. You know, maybe we could talk, but you know, take me out to dinner before you try to take me to bed with your crazy eye gazing. What are you doing? You know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and I would always be, I mean, that's just me. That's just me and my, my cynical personality uh, at times. But, you know, I remember in particular one time when I actually told someone, I, you know, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. Um, so, you know, no thanks. And I was just trying to set my boundary. Like that makes, I don't want to, I just met you. Like, I don't want to eye gaze with you, <laughs> you know? And, um, uh, and this, per this person became very intolerant toward me. Actually, they, they started being very condescending and suggesting that I was not very spiritually evolved and so forth. And, you know, Obviously, I'm not very spiritually evolved. If I'm calling people dumb and you know what I mean. Like I, I own that part of me being like, okay, that's just, you know, that's my stupid pants. But honestly, when you set a boundary with someone and you're like, I'm not gonna drink the oneness tea with you right now because it's making me feel a little bit uncomfortable, someone should just be like, oh, that's cool, you know. So more broadly speaking, I feel like for a while I encountered as I was just like getting you know, first of all, some of it was my own close heartedness. And, and some of it was also like, oh, there's some real whack jobs in the new age world. Right. And so you, you know, you, you kind of, you're going, you're feeling it out. And I realized, oh, you know, some people are really intolerant, uh, and, uh, they don't want me to be an individual with boundaries. You know, there's, there's, pro there's boundary issues in some of these groups and communities and stuff. And I, I get like really kind of perturbed by it, you know? So, Interestingly, Neptune has often been associated with uh, genocide, 
and you guys have probably heard me mention this before, where the desire is for one pure race and eliminate anything that's different. And the same can be true when we are all about oneness. It's like, well, what about individuality? Or what about unique diversity? You know, uniqueness and, and diversity. What about that? So you have to be careful with the Sun-Neptune because there's sometimes like this intolerance toward difference. And you wouldn't think of that with Sun-Neptune because you would think, well, Sun-Neptune is all about, you know, bringing things together in like a, you know, in like a, 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 a spirit of unity. And that's certainly the case for the Sun-Neptune. But there's also, there's also this side to Sun-Neptune that's like, um, are you going to join my, like my oneness cult, you know? Um, I want everything to merge together and be part of the same thing without any diversity. And I might actually be intolerant or condescending or rude to anything that doesn't fit into my paradigm. For example, religious extremism can be very Neptunian insofar as it's like everything should look and feel the same to me. Um, and I'm, I'm intolerant and hyper allergic to anything that looks different. So uh, aside from me, I'm, you know, sometimes my humor borders on being a little jerky. So I apologize, but, uh, you know, that's my, that's my edge or whatever. <laughs> I crack myself up at least, but so be careful of like the intolerance toward difference, you know, like everyone's different, even, you know, like, uh, for me, like I, I really like having a menagerie of like interesting personalities in my life, including like people that I might, you know, jokingly call nut jobs. I'm like, yeah, what I still, I would rather be, I'd rather have a couple of really cool nut jobs in my life than have people that are all just like me, you know? So I, uh, you know, and, 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 and I'm really probably a nut job too, you know? So, so this is something that, I've learned through a couple of Neptune transits in my life, looking back at them, that Neptune will be all about where can I find that bond of similarity to assimilate and feel like I'm a part of something. And that could be socially, not just religiously. And then where do, where do I have some kind of intolerance for those aspects of myself or others that are not part of some kind of, you know, homogenous group or, or whatever. So it's just something to keep aware of. And to me, one of the more interesting nuanced points about uh, the sun and Neptune. Um, so on that note, I hope that this has given you some good things to think about as the sun closes in on a square to Neptune this week. I would love to hear your stories. Uh, use the hashtag grabbed and tell us how the sun and Neptune uh, and their combination is showing up in your life this week. If you prefer not to share in the comment section, you can email us grabbed at nightlightastrology.com. Tell us your story. I'd love to, uh, we're going to be doing some more storytelling in the weeks to come. Um, so uh, we will do probably an episode, you know, later this month as we gather more momentum around uh, some of the collecting the stories that you guys have been sharing. Uh, don't forget if you, it's not too late to join the class. If you want to check out the class that started this weekend, it's nightlightastrology.com. Go to the first year course page. If you have any questions, email us info at nightlightastrology.com and uh yeah, I look forward to unpacking things as the week goes on. I will be traveling this week, going on a yoga retreat later in the week where I will be eye-gazing with people. No, I'm just kidding. And uh, as the week goes on, I'm not sure if I'm going to be broadcasting maybe from a hotel room on a laptop at some point. And it depends on if I'm able to get videos made in advance or not. But you know how it is when you're traveling and you've got to pack everything up. And so I'm, I'm hoping I can get my reading or my... um my uh, content created in advance so that you still have high production 
value here, but I may be on a laptop in a hotel room later this week. We'll see. So, all right, that's what I've got. I hope you guys have a great day and are off to a great start with your week. Take it easy, everyone. Bye.